0: Hey y'all! Welcome to Water Break with Water Boy and the comedian next door, John Brannian, or or Janian? Is that what I called you earlier?
1: I don't, I don't remember what you called me. You sort of mashed my first and my last name together and made a, a the wrong version of it. But yeah, it's just, it's just, <laughs> there's no right version just, of mashing your name together. Good to be back in 20. Twenty-two. Yeah, you know, you're you're swallowed underneath a blanket of snow.
0: We we got a foot, a foot of snow this last this last night. And now the, the, the problem is, is that this, the snow is getting rained on right now. And yeah. so I got to go home after the, actually after the after the show, I got to go home and um, try to you try to. I got a long driveway, about a thousand foot long driveway or whatever. Mm-hmm. um. And I got to figure out how to push wet snow, uh, a foot of wet snow out of the way so people can come and park. But there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good to be back on Water Break. You know, as me and John were just talking, shaking all the dust off uh, and getting ready for 2022. We are very excited uh, about all the new content that we're going to be bringing you guys. And uh, we got a lot of new shows planned. Um and just, uh, uh, man, we, we spent a lot of time actually on break in the studio, uh, working on things. Um, you'll probably see some changes here already if you haven't already seen it, but more coming. We got a lot of uh, plans of travel coming, uh, some hopefully one-night shows and some other cities coming. We're working on our conference for October. Uh, so we just got a lot going on this year. And if you guys uh, haven't already received the Christmas edition of the Fight, Life Feast magazine, look at that. That's a beautiful cover just a beautiful cover um uh, that is should be at your doorsteps by now if it's not we've had some delays in shipping actually um uh, because of all the snow and covid or whatever you want to call it at this point um so uh be
1: supply paid chain.
0: supply chain bunch problems of, yeah but just
1: ships are stuck out in the ocean and they can't get the magazine
0: <laughs> yeah house. no our magazine's printed in the u.s not in china <laughs> um uh but if you don't receive it like the next two weeks just uh emails contact at fight dot com. we'll make you whole. make sure you got it and, and everything and and then while we're at it i know you guys already know about this um but uh uh, I want to talk to you about our one of our newer corporate sponsors here. We're, we love these guys. We're very excited that they've come on board this year. And if you're a Christian company that's interested in becoming a corporate sponsor, reach out to us, contact us at fightlifeeast.com But um, AR500 Armor, uh, the, the mission of Armored f- Republics is to honor Christ by equipping free men with tools of liberty necessary to preserve God-given rights. In the Armored Republic, there is no king but Christ. I love this advertisement. We, we are free of craftsmanship. Body armor is a tool of liberty, and there's tools of liberty that you need. We create tools of liberty. Free men must remain ever vigilant against tyranny wherever it appears. God has given us the tools of liberty needed to defend the rights bestowed upon us. Armored Republic is honored to offer you those tools. Visit them at AR500Armor.com. Uh, and support those who are supporting us I, I, he uh the ceo brought us our own armored vest uh when they started with us and it, and i actually i love my vest i've never got one before i went home that night and ate dinner with it on did you <laughs> yes i did my kids <laughs> were like what are you doing dad i'm like i'm just having I'm just, i just got this new toy and i have to wear it you know there you go well,
1: armor did it keep you safe through dinner
0: it did. It did. I and and on the drive home, I can imagine getting a wreck in, in it and being safe also. And being fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. So for the 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 um cannonball today. Today is January sixth. Yes. Ooh. Uh for Christians we know it is Epiphany Day. What's up now? But uh I think that the January 6th now has a competitor. And that's does. the January 6th riots. You know, last year at this time, a bunch of, well, I mean, not all of them were idiots, but enough of them, of them were idiots, went into the Capitol to steal Nancy Pelosi's lectern and mm-hmm. I think some toilet paper out of AOC's office. Um, mm-hmm. You know, miss, but don't worry, Mr. Tumnus is in jail now, so democracy is safe. Uh, yeah, Unless you're, you know, vaccinated or you're a conservative Christian singing psalms while not wearing masks or social distancing. And and kind of has a side note here is... Is the proper social distancing still six feet apart or has Fauci's, you know, scientific ceremonial laws been adjusted to account for the Omicron variant? I don't know. Now, I don't want to do what both the Republicans and Democrats are doing, and that is slicing out pieces of what happened January 6th and running with what suits their narrative or the narrative that they want to push. What happened on January 6th is more complicated than what I think both sides want to admit. And no one wants to be honest on what justice should look like. Now, I'm happy to put on trial anyone who, you know, potentially damaged property, you know, physically attacked cops, broke any laws. I don't I don't I don't have any problem with that. That doesn't bother me. Someone breaks a law, they need to, you know, pay for it. Biblical justice matters, which means the even the correct naming of the crimes are important so for example what happened on january 6th was it insurrection no it, it, you know mr tumness and a couple of antifa and fbi agitators do not constitute as an insurrection i'm sorry in fact everyone who so far uh has you know been on trial uh, so far no one has been convicted of insurrection zero they've all been convicted of some other things that they broke but if you're going to call what happened on January 6th insurrection, well, let's run with that label. Then you have to label what happened the night of Trump's victory in 2016 as insurrection. Over 200 people were arrested, and not, uh, and, and not to mention all the property damage that all occurred in Washington, D.C. Over 200 people in D.C. were arrested that night. And then there's the BLM riots in 2020. The 20-plus the riots, that's right, 20-plus riots Ended with over a billion in damages One billion One billion in property damages Uh, Don't forget all those riots happened In liberal controlled cities by the way And that there's about 35 people Who died as a result of those riots Everyone wants to use January 6th as a tool Or a political weapon but no one wants to deal You know honestly with what actually happened On January 6th But to focus on January 6th And this is what they want you to do means that you currently don't have to worry about the current trampling of our nation's constitution, which is going on. It means you don't have to worry about the, the millions or so babies that are going to be killed in their mother's womb this year. And don't even question Fauci and our medical industrial complex uh, that because of their you know, medical malpractice, have contributed to hundreds and thousands of deaths, not just in our nation, but worldwide, because everybody's listening to us. But all you have to do is say January sixth. Um, but, here's, but here's here's the deal, don't be don't be played by this, don't be played by the left or the right and all this, you know. Stay focused on God's word and how He instructs us to think through these things and what His standards are for biblical justice and all this. And you won't be moved. You won't be played by the buzzword of January sixth. And that's a cannonball. What do you got, John?
1: I was waiting for a sound effect.
0: Oh, here we go. Uh, this one builds up. <laughs> Not a very good one.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was a weak cannonball. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing, Gabe. I, I wonder if uh, if we can't use the mainstream legacy media, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. if we can't use the media as sort of an indicator for what we don't have to pay attention to Mm -hmm. like you could you could watch the mainstream news feed Mm -hmm. news cycle and everything that they mention we can can we safely conclude that all of it is just a distraction from the important stuff that's actually going on as long as biden is president and so anything that they mention we can go okay i guess i don't have to think about that because Mm -hmm. they want me to think about it therefore it's something that's probably not true
0: right yeah and i think i think we're that's exactly right and we're letting the mainstream media you know basically collect a narrative that they want to that they want to construct for us and you saw that especially with the covid pandemic i mean the the narrative that they crafted with the with the covid pandemic with fauci and with big tech and with nih because they were all involved with with crafting that narrative um i think um YouTube was deferring to, YouTube was deferring to CDC for the standards of what constitute, you know, good medical information or, or bad medical information and what they would, you know, allow on YouTube and what they wouldn't. So the government was working with private industry um, about what constituted basically free speech on their own platform. Right. Um, now, well, if, if Facebook is still doing it, Facebook fa- still puts yep. a little thing. CDC. That's top. right. CDC. Yeah. Now I don't have a problem with YouTube, you know, Allowing whatever they want on their platform or not, but if you're working with the government to define what's acceptable, well, then you know that's kind of fascism. You know that that's kind of um, you know what we would call government and big business together is uh, also fascism.
1: Yeah. Well, we have we have no um, we have no problem with people saying whatever it is that they want to say that's the right. We have the right to do that. You have the right to to say whatever lie you want to say, but the Otis is, and you alluded to this, the Otis is on Christians to uh, discern what's true and what's not true. And the only thing that is guaranteed to be true is the words that are uttered by almighty God and everything else is suspect. And so as we're parsing through this, we need to be able to, to go, okay, well, this is a thing that is that is not true. Therefore I should not allow it to affect the way I live. And I think almost a hundred percent of the stuff that we get from media is now is now not true. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm,
0: I'm with you on that. And I think that's how you know as a Christian that you're being pushed and maneuvered when, when news and media and what's going on out in the world or what lies are being told out in the world, whatever's going on, it has it impacts you more than the Bible, than the scriptures, then, then you know you're being played. You know you're part of the pond in the game that they're crafting for us. Yeah. You know, so anchor, anchor on God's word, anchor on the rock. Don't let him. Don't let the, the the narrative of the world push you around and make you make decisions. You make decisions based off God's word, and that's where you stand and look at the rest of the world.
1: It's uh, it's funny to me how how many people how many christian people are still kind of surprised and kind of outraged when when the world doesn't say true things you know there's still there's still a fair number of people in the church who are both surprised and still offended when godless people do godless things and they're like well what about our rights what about our freedoms and it's like yeah but but if you're expecting godless people (laughs) to be ethical and moral and to say the truth you're it, that's not going to happen that's yeah. like that's like trying to get blood from a stone and yeah. so save yourself the grief of <laughs>
0: and, and the
1: anxiety of complaining about it and just go yeah i'm I'm going to tune them out i'm going to spend no time uh feeling about them anything
0: that's right because
1: they don't deserve it
0: that's right okay now now john speaking of uh fake news because we're kind of talking you know basically mainstream yeah. media is Fake news at, at some level. Um, I uh, I want to jump into our segment on news even John Branyon can trust. Can trust. And I, I got to get my my country music <laughs> background going gotta,
1: on. And I still got to say, Gabe, that uh, I'm not sure that I can trust this segment yet. We're still it's still new enough that I'm still you know I'm I'm holding out my final proclamation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but this is real news though. It's been verified. It's been confirmed. um So, yeah, man. Well, we, I, I mean, I guess, I guess you could be just got f-
1: done saying you can't believe anything <laughs> in the regular media. <laughs> we just finished
0: saying that. Uh, I, how do I segue then, John? I mean, you just.
1: fine. All we need is a caveat. This came from this came from the media, and so it is. Yeah it's as real as it can possibly be from that source
0: well and, and to be fair i pull pretty much all of this unless i find another article here and there from not the Bee, and we we, we trust not the Bee guys we like we like not the Bee okay. guys so um all right okay. so a majority uh a major civil rights victory happened in quebec um quebec's in canada you know the the, the francophone uh you know nation of canada uh-huh. <laughs> <Quebec>. <laughs> they'll they'll like that they're their own nation um, uh-huh. and, and they will now allow residents to walk their dogs at night so long as they remain within one kilometer of their home.
1: Get out of here.
0: That, dead serious. So that happened. That went into effect on, on uh, December 31st. So I think it's a happy, happy New Year um, uh-huh. thing for them. But well, how far is one kilometer? <laughs> I can think. Is that a mile? It's, uh, it's, <laughs> you know.
1: it's less than a mile. Is it? Yeah, it's less than a mile. Like how much less? But like an eighth of a mile, half a mile, quarter mile. I don't, I don't know the, the metric system. We are, we're, we're never going to convert to the metric system. I know we're because, revealing
0: our metric ignorance here. Yeah. But um, this, uh, th- th- this is a curfew, okay? The, the Providence said that between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. the hour is covered by the most recent curfew. So that's a, apparently they got to go in a house. Before ten p.m., um, yeah. Quebecers can take their dogs out with a radius of no more than one kilometer from their permanent or temporary residence.
1: So, uh, I, I always go immediately to how do you police this? Is is this a thing where <laughs> you you go out? You've got a that's funny. Got a one mile like rope. Uh, yeah. Or one kilometer rope that you attach to your front porch. I think they no. The I think they
0: stop rope. you. I think they actually, if they if they see you walking, they'll come and talk to you and say, you know, where where's your home of residence? Where's your house?
1: <laughs> where did this walk originate?
0: <laughs> yes, and and then they'll ask for your address. Yeah, and it, you and know, so John, I'm different from you. You go to, <laughs> you you resort to how do they police this? I resort to how can I fudge the rules. So if (laughs) can I walk with a tent? Can can I walk with a tent in my backpack? (laughs) You know, temporary residence.
1: I'm living in. What if you live in your car?
0: Yeah, what what if you build or construct like a like a hat that is kind of like a tent on top of you, and so you can kind of just like walk inside your tent with your dog all over the place.
1: Mm Hmm. What if your what if your dog? What if you give your dog a different residence than your own?
0: Ooh, because that who knows where he identifies his residence,
1: right? Well, it, I'm, are you talking to me or are you talking to where my dog lives? Well, where does your dog live? You can just point to whatever house happens to be nearby and say my dog lives there temporarily. Yeah, yeah
0: temporarily. Or you could um, get a red wagon and pull the dog house behind you while you're walking him.
1: <laughs> There's a, there are a lot of options so to our friends in in quebec you're welcome yeah we're helping you out we'll
0: help if you, you
1: it, it is stunning to me that this is a uh this is a this is a freedom are we are they supposed to celebrate are they supposed to I don't know. say yeah. thank you is yeah. this a is this a thing that their politicians are going to run on you know we got you we got you a whole kilometer for walking your dog last year. Well, apparently, charge again.
0: Apparently, this went in effect on December 31st. So they're trying to get people all excited for the New Year's celebration or whatever in their house or one kilometer away with their dog or or something. I I don't know. Um, all right. So the states with the highest percentage of outbound moves have um, something in common. What do you think? What do you think? All the states of the outbound moves. I'll go through the data here in a minute. California. California. Oh, you okay? Well, all right. One. California is number one. Well, what's number two? Uh,
1: probably another one on the west coast. Probably. Uh, oh, it might be New York.
0: Yes. Nice. New York, number two. Um, okay, this is getting getting a little harder. What's number three? Okay, this is and and this is net domestic migration by state. So basically, how many citizens are you losing versus how many people moved in? What's right. that net? Um, number um, that you lost based on in migration, out migration, and everything. So California, so we'll California's C- lost C- over C- three hundred and sixty thousand people in twenty twenty. Three
1: hundred and sixty thousand intelligent people
0: uh, from and actually the the data goes from July first, twenty twenty to July first, twenty twenty two, 2021. So it's 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 July July. So California's lost mm-hmm. over three hundred sixty thousand people. New York has lost over three hundred and fifty thousand people. And what's number three, John?
1: Uh I'm I'm gonna guess it's another it's another liberal state. I'm gonna say is it Washington State?
0: Ooh, man, no, no. Washington is last on this list. Okay, but
1: it is on the list.
0: But it is on the list, but it's last. Actually, Washington, like last last. Um, they only lost twenty-nine people. So twenty nine, surprising, but that's because Facebook and Amazon have moved headquarters up there in Seattle. So I think they've had enough pull um, and enough basically money attracted people to move in, despite despite you got to have a vax to go to a restaurant now or something in the city of Seattle.
1: So number three would be uh, is it Illinois?
0: Oh, you killed it! You nailed it, Illinois. Yeah, because their mayor's so horrible. Illinois um, had lost one hundred and twenty-two thousand people. Then it goes to Massachusetts with forty-six thousand people they lost. Louisiana, so Louisiana is actually on this list. Thirty thousand people. Uh, New Jersey, DC, Maryland, Minnesota, Hawaii, Virginia, Michigan, um, North Dakota lost six thousand. Uh, Kansas lost five. Mississippi. Lost four thousand. Alaska lost three thousand. Nebraska, Pennsylvania, so um, kind of the bottom states are kind of like the two to five thousand range, and everything. But what's kind of the common denominator with you know a majority of those states, John? Anybody, John?
1: They're uh, well, <laughs> well, except <laughs> for Alaska, um, they're uh, they're controlled by uh, leftists. That's
0: right. That's right. The and, ones that
1: lost the majority. Yeah. Yep.
0: And All right. Now, on those who gain more than lost, okay, those, the states that gain more than lost, you had Florida at number one with 220,000 people, right. Texas at number two with 170,000 people, Arizona, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Idaho, Utah, Nevada, Oklahoma, Alabama, Montana, Arkansas, um, and then finally you get to Maine, but I think Maine still has a Republican governor. Uh, Missouri, Indiana. Does Indiana have a Republican governor? Indiana, yeah.
1: Uh, no, Holcomb. I don't think is a Republican. At least is, he doesn't act like a Republican. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, you guys, you guys got fourteen thousand people in migration, new new people into Indiana. Everything. So that's that's the states with the highest percentage of outbound moves. That's news you can trust, John. Last, lastly. A new French law will require um, – this is just ridiculous. Car ads to promote walking or cycling, you know, like like health warnings on a cigarette package. That's that's a <laughs> – <Where's>, new... <laughs> Where? Is that in the United States? No, that's French. New French law. Oh, France. That's okay. France. This is like not Quebec. <laughs> this is actually, actually France.
1: So they have to have – they have to have pro like bicycling uh, mentions in their automobile advertisements.
0: In their TV advertisements, and get this, they will if they don't display that message in their in their TV commercial, it'll result in a fifty thousand dollar. <laughs> is it francs, euros, euros? They use euros.
1: Euros.
0: Yeah. Euros. Fifty thousand dollars in euros, which translates to to us about seventy two thousand dollar fine. <laughs>
1: For not for not promoting walking,
0: I like you know, I like when news that can trust gets John Brandy to
1: laugh. <laughs> well, we were we were talking before the broadcast about how it, it's it, it's insane now that the the real news is is a parody itself. Yeah, it's it's almost impossible to write comedy about current events because current events are current events are comedy in themselves. Yep. That's a sketch. Yeah. If you're you're making advertising, people who are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to advertise their product have to undermine that product. You know, we want you to buy our car. But before doing that, please give some serious thought to buying a bicycle (laughs) or a horse. Before
0: before you get a horse, though, a a horse probably releases the wrong kind of carbon emission still.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You probably can't probably can't say a horse. We would like you to think about buying this the 2022 uh, model of automobile. Schwinn. But, <laughs> but first, first, have you thought about a horse? Now let's go through the benefits of owning a horse. Let's yeah. go through the benefits of walking, and then if you still want to buy our car, we will reluctantly sell it to you. There's
0: got to be a way where, like, the automobile industry can figure, you know, can like play with this in such a way where they're being, um, they're obeying the law. But undermining it so bad, right. like, hey, you should think about, um, you know, buy our automobile, or you know, the, the law requires us to tell you to buy a horse or a bicycle. But yeah. our automobiles have two hundred and twenty horses.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would, I would definitely, if I was a, if I was a French automobile manufacturer, I would definitely look at that law and specifically find out what the parameters are, and then yes, I, I would love to produce a commercial where it's got. Like uh, somebody on a bicycle, you know, they're riding along on a bicycle. And then my car goes by and just splashes mud yes. all over them on the, on the way past.
0: <laughs> or, or have the have the car like veer the bicycle off the path or something. Right. Or, you know, right. get off the road. This Spook is our road. Spook
1: the horses. Yeah, it's like you can
0: come up behind a herd of horses and honk. <laughs> <laughs> right. Watch these 220 horses that you can't control. We have 220 words that you can control with your foot.
1: There's a bicyclist and a guy in an automobile side by side, you know, going down the road. And the bicyclist is like, they go through a cloud of insects and the bicyclist has just got a mouthful of bugs. and The guy <laughs> just turns the windshield wipers on the car. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's gotta be a way that you could, yeah, that you could, you know, effectively
0: obey uh, the law, but make it look so bad. Right. And that's man. If I had some uh, marketing dollars across politics, we could film some some of those clips and use them for for and marketing. Sell them to yeah. the
1: French automobile manufacturers. Totally, totally. <laughs> that's great. We gotta, we gotta do it anyway. That's great. We gotta to make them anyway, and yeah. and put a little money in the coffers. Yep.
0: All right, guys. Hey, we got uh, more coming up on the Sunday special. Actually talking about the uh, Capitol riots. Uh, so tune in for that. Don't miss it. We got a good interview coming from a. Some sort of conservative in the United, uh, some sort of conservative pastor in the United Methodist Church. Uh, So, so tune in at Sunday night, seven p.m. Pacific time. John, what do you got coming up next week on uh, the comedian next door?
1: Um, Next week on the comedian next door. Yes, we are talking about. We just recorded it now. I don't remember what it is. Um, (laughs) we've, We've been we've been talking about being careful with words. Um, for the past couple of weeks okay. and how we uh, we live in a culture now that is not careful with words and people tend to speak in platitudes. Mm-hmm. And as a result, well, we had a, a short story of a, of a guy who, who said, he used the phrase, I've got bigger fish to fry in reference to, this was a pastor saying, I've got bigger fish to fry in reference to getting ready to do a funeral for a member of the church. <laughs> and
0: we oh.
1: were, right. And so we were talking about how he, he meant to say, I'm overwhelmed. I've got a lot on my plate right now. Right. He said, I've got bigger fish to fry, and we have to be careful with our words. Yeah. So we're that, talking about that.
0: That's not very sensitive.
1: No. <laughs> but well, he would be shocked if you were to say that. If you were to say, what do you mean you got bigger fish? There's more important things than this guy's funeral? he goes, go, no, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Right, but that's what you said.
0: Yeah. So. Well, very good, man. Well, always good to see you. And um, uh, everybody else who's going to tune in uh, to next week with what's going on, in Comedian Next Door, and our Sunday special, we uh, we appreciate it. Make sure you guys share the show; that's a real currency for us. Send it, uh, send the podcast to your friends, and um, uh, so thanks bother for your
1: friends with it.
0: Yes, yeah. bother them, bother them a little bit, annoy so, them. So thanks for tuning in. Till next time, go love God and fight, laugh and feast. This is the water break.